This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, let's dive into college hoops today. Uh, Let's start with number 15, UConn at Seton Hall. UConn laying four and a half, total 135 and a half. It's been a tough stretch for the UConn Huskies uh, losers of four of their last five games. And they were favorites in all of those games. So the fact that they're laying four and a half, immediately one would consider the other side. So Seton Hall is on the other side of this one. They've won four of their last five games. But if you look at them when they're underdogs, in the past two situations, getting eight and a half against Creighton, lost, didn't cover in that one. And against Marquette, getting seven, lost, didn't cover in that one. So, Jenks, do you think the bad times roll for UConn here, or do you think at some point we are getting a pretty solid squad at a better price? I would have faded the Huskies, and I have faded the Huskies over the past couple weeks, but I think the market has caught up with the fact that they're not that team that started the season, and they certainly can be. They have the talent, but I think I'd like the under here, just because if you look at Seton Hall, they're a pretty awful shooting team. So they're not going to score a lot of points. But one thing they do very well is they're they're very good at perimeter defense. So I think that combination means we probably go under here. And plus the Pirates want to slow this game down a little bit. UConn's only averaging 70 points in the last four games. I think up against Seton Hall, the under is the play here. So that's where I'm going to go. This is a stay away from me just because I think the numbers and the trends are saying, oh, fade UConn, they've been so terrible. But all trends come to an end at some point. And Seton Hall's not been, you know, that great this year either. I know in the short term you say, oh, they've won three of their last four. But they also have only, uh, I guess they're six and four of their last ten. But like I said, as underdogs, they haven't been good in this situation. At some point, UConn may regress back to the hot shooting that we saw at the start of the year. They started the year like unconscious from three. I think they were shooting 40% from the three-point line. So I know that's not sustainable, but I don't know. I think there is ways for UConn to be better. But the problem is, do I trust him to lay four and a half? Probably not, but the lean would be UConn for me. Let's head to the SEC, LSU, Auburn. Auburn laying four and a half on the road. Total 148 and a half. Jenks' initial lean for me was LSU getting the points. I think they're always defensively a tough matchup, but I don't know. Uh, They haven't been good at covering numbers upon closer look. So what's your lean here? Mm, This seems like a trap to me because I love Auburn. And I think maybe you're getting some value on LSU because they just got destroyed 
by Bama, mm-hmm. but I, I can't choose the Tigers just because of how badly they're playing. They've lost four straight. Their offense is 190th in the country. They've scored less than 60 points in two of their last three games. Yeah, they're good defensively. So is Auburn. Auburn is very good defensively. So as long as the Tigers take care of the basketball, that's the real issue with them is that they're not very good at protecting their possessions and they have a lot of turnovers. If they hold on to the basketball, I think they can cover this number. But it seems like it seems like LSU might be the right side. I cannot trust I cannot trust the Tigers with the way they're playing. So I will lean Auburn minus four and a half. You can't trust the Tigers? Which Tigers? Oh, yeah, <laughs> LSU. Sorry about that. That's right. You keep call. saying the Tigers, that. and I'm like, wait, who's he talking about? Oh, yeah, they're both Tigers. Oh, uh, yeah. So, Sorry. What a That's my bad. LSU. I can't trust LSU. Tiger on Tiger crime. Uh, yeah, I don't think <laughs> I'll roll with Auburn in this one. Uh, they've at least been winning, and they've been good as favorites. They have not been an underdog so far this season, but 14 and three as favorites. So, usually when they're favored, they are usually pretty solid. So it's a uh, a two-possession line here that makes me a little nervous, but I'll roll with the Tigers, the Auburn Tigers in this one. Let's go to West Virginia. West Virginia laying two points against number 14 TCU. At some point, you would think TCU is going to cool off. It's been a really solid team, and we talked about this. In this conference, you always take a look at the underdog because there is so much depth and talent in the Big 12, uh, but Jenks, what's the angle here for you on TSU, uh, TCU, who have lost, you know, two of their last three, but they have covered in two of three. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I'm going to grab TCU and the points. This just goes back to my theory that if you get a dog in a big 12, you got to take the dog. This line is, is not right. And it makes me, makes me nervous. West Virginia is the worst team in the big 12. So they should not be laying points, which makes me think, all right, Michael, this is a trap game, but the Mountaineers are really bad on the offensive glass. That's the one area where TCU thrives. And again, Whenever TCU is a dog, it's not an autoplay for me, but it's always something I take a look at. So give me the horny toads and the points. Especially since this line is shortened. What do you make of line mm-hmm. movements in college basketball? This one opened two and a half. It's down to two. Obviously, it's only a half a point, And maybe you shouldn't read too much into it. But we track these games uh, probably earlier than most people do. So I look at these games at night and then again in the morning. And when you see a line movement overnight, in some of these college games, where think of the college basketball slate. There are so many games. If you see line movement in one, wouldn't you take note of it? Yeah, and it's like we were talking about earlier when we were looking at maybe the NBA or even the NFL. When when the line is this close and you like the dog, 
Maybe just think about TCU on the money line at plus 110. It just feels like a trap to me. This line doesn't make any sense. And when I see lines like that, I tend to look elsewhere because it just feels like a trap. TCU should not be getting points. But I'm going to take, you know what? Sometimes the public side is the right side. The square side is the right side. So TCU money line is something I would look at as well. I'm also not a huge fan of playing games with short spread if I don't see any huge advantage because it almost feels like a coin flip. And do you really want to bet on games that you feel like are a coin flip? I don't really want to. Let's stick with uh, college hoops and go to Virginia. Rivalry matchup between Virginia Tech and number 10 UVA. UVA laying seven in this one, total 126 and a half. Jinx, instantly, I see a low total. I see a lot of points. I'm considering the dog. In this rivalry matchup. Ooh, I like that play. I'm going to be so basic and just go under here. That's what you look at when you look at the Wahoos, right? They're one of the best defensive teams in the country. Everyone knows that. That holds true this year. If you look at the last seven meetings between these two teams, only one has gone over 120 points. And when you talk about a rivalry, I expect a defensive close game. So I like Virginia Tech plus seven, but I also like under 126 and a half even more. Yeah, it's tough to back Virginia Tech here because they're 0-5 against the spread in their last five games. But yeah. still, I think they rested Hunter and Couture uh, last game so he could be back for this one. And like I said, it's a rivalry game. They want to throw their best effort at UVA here. And anytime a game is supposed to have an obscenely low total, you know, in the 120s, I think there's some value on taking the points. And we've seen this line already move off of seven and a half to seven. I think that's the play for me. Uh, it's a rivalry game. It's a it's a big spread, low total. So I'm going to go with Virginia Tech uh, covering the spread in this one. Don't think they went out right, but let's hope they cover. All right, a couple games left in, in top 25 matchups. Providence Marquette and Arkansas, Missouri. Jinx of these two, is there any angle you think people need to know? I like Missouri laying a point and a half against Arkansas. I know Arkansas is number 25 in the country, but they're 0-3 on the road in SEC play, and the Tigers are not the most consistent team, but I think playing at home gives them a slight edge. I like the Tigers minus one and a half until Arkansas gets it together. Yeah, uh, without Nick Smith Jr. and Trevin uh, Brazil, or however you say his last name, they have been a different team, and we've seen that in the results. So until uh, they find some continuity on offense, I think – I'm not betting on Arkansas, so I will take the Missouri Tigers in that one. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.